The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. RTE representatives were in front of the Public Accounts Committee earlier today, including the new Director General, Kevin Backhurst. He was asked by Independent TD Verona Murphy whether RTE is insolvent. Not if we get the funding that's been uh, suggested and and if we we make significant cuts to our spend. Okay, so can I ask when is your cut-off point for receiving that funding? When is the deadline? You know, we we need it by sort of early early spring next year. Early spring next year. But I understand the timetable is earlier than that. And if you don't get it, do you believe RTE will be insolvent? Yes, and I've made that point. Pardon? I've made that point that we, we are managing our cash as carefully as we can because... We have a responsibility to do that for that reason. Brian Stanley is a Sinn Féin TD for Leash Offaly and he is chair of the Public Accounts Committee. Uh, Brian, you're welcome to the show. What did you learn from RTE representatives today? Good afternoon, uh, Kieran. Um, what I would say to you is that we put a wide range of questions to them in relation to classification of workers um, because there's a large issue with RTE regarding bogus self-employment uh, in terms of the in, uh, in terms of how to deal with agents, uh, what changes have been made at the board level, um, you know, what kind of reporting system is there now, cost-cutting measures, uh, and so on. Mm. Uh, there's a wide, wide range of topics covered, including the one there that you just mentioned in relation to the actual financial situation of RTE at this time actually cash in hand yeah, uh, and what kind of liabilities they're facing. So uh, let me ask you then about a couple of those specifically. Let's start with the first one you mentioned, bogus self-employment. Did you get any clarity from RTE on the situation or when they will have clarity? How long it will take? I know they say they're carrying out investigations. Well, there's already already after being examinations of this by by Evershed's consultants, but also by the scope section of the Department of Social Protection, mm. which basically was, and simply what it means is, is that is a person a contractor or are they an employee? Now, RTE and anyone else in the entertainment and broadcast business would know that some people will be employed as contractors for good reason, because that's what, that's the fit for them. But for somebody has the characteristics of an employee, that they start at a certain time, that they take orders from a supervisor, that the regular working hours, that reporting system is internal, uh, you know, that the, they have all the characteristics of an employee, well, then it should be classified as that. And a number of people in RT, we know, have been examined by examined by the Department of Social Protection. We know in the latest tranche that in the region of 140 have been determined on, uh, RT is contesting the decision in regard to 37 or 38 of those. Mm. We, we questioned them about that, about the cost of that, um, you know, because obviously there's legal costs and particularly if it went to court, there's the WR Workplace Relations Commission or the Labour Court for a start. But if it actually went into the went into the, the court proper, uh, for want of a better term, well, then there's high legal costs involved. And, you know, the some of the committee members put in very strongly that, look, you know, that where it's been accepted, uh, where, where the Department of Social Protection have met a ruling, just that should be accepted. Um, but there are a number of other cases outstanding, and obviously each case is individual because because of the fact that you know each worker will have a different uh, different set of circumstances. Let me ask you then about the question of RTE's solvency. Did, did Kevin Backhurst give an indication of exactly how much money that they will need by the early springtime to keep the doors open? 
Well, here's here's the situation that they have around they have around sixty five thousand sixty five million in cash. Uh and there's there's in what we referred to there earlier, the misclassification of workers, there's up to twenty million of that has to be set aside to deal with their workings of that because there will be PRSI owed on those workers' behalf, employers mm. PRSI, one if they're counted as now if they're now counted as employees as opposed to outside contractors. Uh, so that boards the first hole in it. Um, and basically what you're looking at here is you're looking at a situation by by kind of mid-spring next year where they simply would run out of cash. Yeah. So you're looking at in the region of, the best estimation of, of today's meeting would be around in the region of 60 million that they will need. Uh, and obviously, you know, uh, if you're giving somebody money, uh, you don't just give it to them. There's condition, there has to be conditions attached to that. And oh. we, we, we went through that rigor- rigorously. Today yeah, so t- t- tell me about the types of conditions that you and your colleagues would like to see attached to that. Well, I mean, there has to be there has to be clear transparency in terms of the in terms of how the senior management do their business. In uh, at RTE, uh, Kevin Backhorst did outline some of the changes that he's made in terms of putting an interim board in place, uh, cost cutting measures that to put a recruitment freeze. Now we do want to protect jobs in RTE, and I want to say that at the outset um, because uh, you know the ordinary workers in RTE didn't cause this crisis, uh, but there's. You know, there, ha- there is cost-cutting measures in terms of expenditure uh, that it has to be run by the board now, uh, or the, what's the, the executive uh, the executive board or leadership team, as they're calling them now, mm. uh, that people can't operate in silos and just make decisions, one-off decisions. Um, there's there's a whole range of issues around how I particularly focus in a, on the area myself of agents, how to deal with agents, because... Uh, this is an issue that people who have been following this would see. It was it was fairly central to a lot, a lot of what, what went on regarding the uh, tripartite deal in Ryan Torbidi, uh, etc. So there's questions about that. I mean that uh, we know now that you know that there was yeah. uh, one you know people signing off on deals. There was it wasn't being done properly. They weren't being run run by the full management team. Uh, the board, the board, which is the appointed board of RT that oversees yeah. the whole thing, they didn't have any sight of that. That has to change, uh, you know, and how that's done. Uh, and, you know, the issue, particularly raised with the issue of um, uh, having agents that get, gain yeah. excessive influence. And, and Brian, and, and sorry to cut across you, but all, all those things that you list there, all important, but they're the same things that you were listening to me when we first spoke about this back at the start of the summer, effectively. I mean, our are we any closer, do you feel now, having questioned RTE representatives on several occasions, to all of those things or any of those things being implemented? There's well, a lot of talk the, about, you know, oh, we're, we're yeah. going to do this and this will change and it'll all be different. But, you know, we're we're, we're kind of several months into this now and all I can see this change is that Ryan Tuberty got the sack and now plenty of lower paid workers are going to be uh, offered voluntary yeah. redundancy. And, and you're correct, this is the important thing which we did focus on. There are the outlying cost-cutting measures that were taken, as I said, uh, and that's to be welcomed. Uh, you know, and obviously tighter financial controls, barter accounts, uh, etc., all under the one financial management system. Uh, you know, clear reporting to the board of RT, which is charged with overall responsibility, that there's uh, that all relevant information is supplied to the board not as in the past where it was kept from them, that all information required, any information that's required is supplied to them. Uh, but they're also involved in any making any relevant decisions that a board should be making. Um, and the fact that there is 
somewhat to speak, uh, you know, a new interim management team there. Uh, so we have to acknowledge that some changes have been made and they're there to be welcomed. But you're correct. Uh, and we outlined this very clearly to Kevin Backhorst through the meeting. And indeed, when I, when I concluded on the end, at the end of it, mm. that, I mean, it's important that really that this moves apace and moves quickly because, you know, public confidence is ebbing away in the station. Uh, and we do need public sector broadcasting. Um, and, you know, to protect that, we do need a system that's there where people can have see transparency yeah. and have trust in it. Yeah. Brian, thank you for your time. Brian Stanley is chair of the Public Accounts Committee. He's the Sinn Féin TD for Leash. Awfully. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.